0: Kings chapter number nine. I am going to do my best to give you a whole lot of stuff that God has given me over the last several days. to be finished where we can pray out this old year and pray in the new year together. So I want you to just be ready to receive what God has for us. I want you to be open this evening. Second Kings chapter number 9 beginning in verse number 1. I'm going to read down through this chapter for a few moments. It says, And Elisha the prophet called one of the children of the prophets and said unto him, Gird up thy lawns, and take this box of oil in thy hand, and go to ramoth gilead And when thou comest thither, look out there, Jehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, and go in, and make him rise up from among his brethren, and carry him to an inner chamber, And then take the box of oil and pour it on his head and say, Thus saith the Lord, I have anointed thee king over Israel. Then open the door and flee and tarry not. So the young man, even the young man, the prophet, he went to Ramoth-Gilad and when he came, Behold, the captains of the host were sitting, and he said, I have an errand to thee, O captain. And Jehu said, Unto which of all of us? And he said to thee, O captain. And he arose, and he went into the house, and he poured the oil on his head, and he said unto him, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I have anointed thee king over the people of the Lord even over Israel for a few moments tonight our focus is going to be on this thought anointed for your assignment may I turn our attention to one verse within our scripture reading tonight verse number six and he arose and he went into the house and he poured the oil on his head And he said unto him, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I have anointed thee king over the people of the Lord, even over Israel. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord tonight. Lord, bless your word tonight, I pray. Anoint this vessel. Let your Holy Spirit fill this room. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And he arose and went into the house, and he poured the oil on his head, and he said unto him, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I have anointed thee king over the people of the Lord, even over Israel. The reason for this anointing upon Jehu was for him to be positioned and clothed with authority greater than what he had currently possessed. You must understand when you begin to look at the life of Jehu in this moment of time, it is evident that he had been appointed by man. Some believe he was the chief captain, but we know that he was one of the captains of the army of Israel. In this time, man had commissioned him, man has appointed him, man had assigned him. But therefore, that was not his destiny. We find that it had been God's plan for some time for Jehu to walk with this anointing that just transpired in our reading. This anointing was first mentioned in a conversation many years prior between the Lord and Elijah. If you were to turn in your Bibles in 1 Kings chapter number 19, you would know that chapter 19 is the time of when Elijah comes and the time of famine and he interacts with the prophets of Baal and he prays fire down from heaven and we find that then after a great victory he receives a message from A lady by the name of Jezebel who was the wife of King Ahab and she says that which you have done to the prophets of Baal by this time tomorrow I'll do to you and he runs to the hills so to speak and while he's in the top of the mountain we know that things began to happen and the word of the Lord says why are you here and when you get to chapter 19 verse number 12 it says that after the earthquake there was a fire but the Lord wasn't in the fire, he wasn't in the earthquake, but then there was a still small voice. And when that still small voice began to speak, this is what began to transpire. And it was so that when Elijah heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and he went out and he stood in the entering of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, why are you here Elijah? And he said, I've been very jealous for you, the Lord God of the host. And because the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant and throw down thy altars, slain thy prophets with the sword, I, even I, I'm the only one left, and they seek to take my life. But the Lord said unto him in verse 15 and 16, He said, Elijah, I don't want you to stay where you are right now. I need you to go I need you to return on the way to the wilderness Damascus. And when thou comest, I need you to anoint Haziel to be king over Syria. and I need you to anoint Jehu, the son of Nimshi. And he said, thou shalt anoint him to be king over Israel. But also I need you to go find a young boy by the name of Elisha because he's going to be anointed to be a prophet in your room. Now, there's many different opinions on this passage of scripture, but when we begin to go into digging through these events, we find no record of Elijah fulfilling the first two commands that was given to him in verse number 15. (coughs) He did not anoint Haziel, nor did he anoint Jehu. Now, Some speculate, and I'm not going to speculate tonight on why or how, but when you fast forward back to our text, while we know that Elisha walked with Elijah for 10 years before he was called up in a whirlwind, we know that now we are many years past that, and we know that... Elijah was commissioned, but yet he failed to anoint Jehu. Now, by the time we get to our text tonight in 2 Kings, chapter number 9, we know this to be true. Elijah has been called away, Uh, Elisha is now wrapped in Elijah's mantle. The bitter waters of Jericho have been healed. Naaman has been delivered. We could talk about four lepers that have been experienced and used and seen the power of God. We know that also by this time Ahab is now dead, but yet his son is sitting on the throne in his stead. And like his father, he is bringing great evil in the sight of the Lord. It can be said without hesitation at all that it was a time that was very tumultuous. It was a time in which the leaders were rebelling against each other. Conflicts were continually taking place. Parts of the land was experiencing drought, and there was great despair throughout the land. (laughs) Kind of sounds familiar today. The land of Samaria had become so famished that we read that there was women that was boiling their children. Think about this. Two women having a conversation saying this, let us boil your child today and eat him and tomorrow we'll boil mine. You will find that a king in the land at that time heard the wailing of this woman that was part of that event and said we did eat my child yesterday but now she refuses to give up hers think about the trauma of the hour we see the lord is so displeased by the events of the day that was going on in that moment that he called for a seven-year famine if you were to read in second kings chapter number eight you will find that there was an address that was given to the woman that had given, given a child that had, when it was grown, had fell and said, My head, my head, and was laid on the lap of his mother and died, but then was resurrected by the prophet. You can see that the word of the Lord came to her and says, Listen, there is a famine coming to the land. You need to leave. For seven years, there's going to be nothing happening, nothing moving. And we find that in this time frame, after that seven years, in the midst of all of this that's going on, it was during that time that we see individuals who had no rights, no authority, began to take up residence and take possession of houses and lands that did not belong to them. You say, how do you know that? It's because when you read through chapter number eight, you will find upon her return, She went and she began to beg for that which was hers from the king. Think about it. There is so many parallels we could begin to talk about tonight, but I don't want to lose focus. It was then that the Lord began to set in motion the fulfillment of that which he had commissioned many years before. You will find as you begin to read down through chapter number 8 of 2 Kings that not only was Jehu anointed as the king, but we find that Haziel had stepped into that which God had commissioned for him as well at that time. You will find that when Elisha, who had come to Damascus, and we find that the king of Syria was sick, and they heard that Elisha, the prophet of God, was coming, they sent Hazael to meet him, and he took a present with him. And... He simply said, the king of Syria wants to know if he's going to recover from this that ails him or is this going to be the death of him. The prophet looked at Haziel and said, I want you to go tell him that he's going to recover, but at the same time, I want you to understand, the Lord showed me that he's going to not live. And the Lord also showed me that you're getting ready to be used in the hand of the Lord. And he began to weep because of what he saw. And he said, Why are you crying, prophet of God? And he said, because I see the hand of judgment that God is going to use and move through you and how you're going to bring correction to people. Haziel did not understand exactly what was being said. And he said, am I but a god? Am I a dog? Would I treat people in that manner? He said, listen, the Lord has shown me he has anointed you to be king. There was a commissioning. There was a fulfilling. There was an anointing in that hour that had been reserved for that moment of time. We find that an hour of purging had come upon the people. Please hear me tonight. I know across the globe, across the land, there are going to be people telling us that everything is going to be altogether lovely. Everybody's going to tell us that we're going to get better and we're going to get this and we're going to get that. Listen, I'm not here full of doom and gloom. But i'm here to tell you today that there is an anointing in this hour for the people of god that is going to combat evil but there is not just a bed of roses in front of us but there is a battle that is waging and you and i better get ready for what god has commissioned us to do can i tell you tonight we know that when we turn our attention back to jehu he is a captain of the army that has been deployed to Ramoth Gilead, he is in a position of authority, yet he is not in the place of the anointed authority. Can I tell you, it's one thing to have authority, it's another thing to have an anointed authority. It's one thing to be appointed by men, it's another thing to be appointed by God. The hour has now come when the Lord has decided that the things will not continue as they are. evil has had its day, so to speak. Elisha is now an aged man when we read 2 Kings chapter number 9. And we find that he calls in our text, he calls for a young man and he places something in his hand. It is a box of oil that has a specific assignment. This oil is not to be used for anything else. But this oil has been appointed. This oil has been called forth to go and to anoint Jehu to be a king. I know he's serving as a captain. I know that he is doing that which men has instructed him to do. And I know that there is men uh, that is under his hand uh, and under his authority. But God says, this isn't what I called you to. I've called you to something greater. I've called you to something that is bigger than what you understand. And we find that Elisha now been an aged man. He takes this box of oil and he has this specific assignment and he calls this young prophet in. Some believe that he might have been a little too old to take the journey. Others believe that he knew the arrival of his Self going into that place would cause too much attention to what was about to take place. Can I tell you, I sincerely believe this tonight. In the final moments of this year as we're breaking into a brand new year. There's some things that God is doing in the spirit realm that has not been broadcasted uh, by the national media and by those in places of authority. Uh, can I tell you many times, uh, God does things discreetly uh, and he does something in a prophetic manner uh, before he brings it uh, and exposes it in the natural realm. I sincerely believe uh, that Elisha I'm inclined to believe in the latter that Elisha did not take this journey uh, because he realized uh, it would take too much attention uh, from the assignment of what God was wanting to do in that moment. Can I tell you tonight what God is about to do? No man is going to get credit for. Uh, God does not need a superstar to fulfill his assignment. Uh, but God is going to use men and women uh, that make themselves available. Uh, and please hear me. Uh, we find uh, that I as he goes in 2 Kings chapter 9 verse 2 and 3 it says uh, and when thou comest thither I want you to look out there uh, Jehu the son of Jehoshaphat the son of Nimshi uh, he said I want you to go in I want you to make him arise up I want you to take him from his brethren uh, I want you to take him into an inner chamber uh, and I want you to take this box of oil that I'm placing in your hands uh, and I want you to pour it upon his head uh, and I want you to give him a word uh, that the Lord has anointed you to be king over Israel uh, but then I want you to open the door and I want you to run. Uh, I don't want you to be around taking any credit for it. Uh, I don't want somebody to say oh look at this one and look at that one. Uh, I want you to go do uh, what I've called you to do. Uh, We see the young man carry the box of oil uh, and we see him do that which is requested of him. Uh, In verse number four and five uh, the young man uh, it says even the young man the prophet uh, he went to the place uh, and when he came uh, notice behold the captains of the host was sitting there uh, might have been a little intimidating he walks up he's just a young boy uh, he's not got any clout so to speak uh, he's just a young prophet boy uh, and he walks up uh, and he sees all the captains sitting together and he says this uh, I have an errand for you uh, and Jehu says for all of us uh, for one specific he says to to you, Jehu, uh, I need to talk to you. And we find that they go in, uh, and as they go into the inner chamber, uh, he does exactly uh, what he was commissioned to do. I don't know about you, but you're talking about the captain, uh, the man of authority, a man of position, uh, and this young boy's got an assignment to go in with the box of oil. Uh, what's in your hand, young man? Uh, well, I'm glad you ask. Uh, I'm on assignment. What do you mean you're on assignment? Uh, listen, uh, there's a an old prophet by the name of Elisha. Do you know who that is? Uh, yeah, I know who Elisha is. Uh, he sent me. Uh, he gave me this box of oil uh, and he told me to do something with it. Uh, well, what did he tell you to do? Uh, he said, he told me to pour it on your head. Uh, and he said, I got a word from the Lord for you. Uh, can I tell you, it messed up, Jehu, uh, when you read on a little bit longer. Uh, you find that he took this oil and he dumped it on his head. Uh, and when it did, uh, all of a sudden, he goes a little further Uh, but when we see in detail uh, there was a reason uh, for this anointing Uh, it wasn't just so that Israel could have another king uh, but there was an assignment that was attached to this anointing and we look at it and we find in 2nd Kings chapter number 9 verse number 7 through verse number 10 We see that the young prophet, uh, he tells him what the prophet told him to tell him. Uh, He said, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I have anointed thee king over the people of the Lord, even over Israel. But he did not stop there. Notice what he does. Uh, He says, And thou shalt smite the house of Ahab, thy master, that I may avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets, uh, and the blood of all the servants of the Lord at the hand of Jezebel. For the house of Ahab shall perish, and I will cut off from Ahab him that pisses against the wall, and him that is shut up and left in Israel. And I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jeroboam, and like the house of Basha. And the dog shall eat the eat Jezebel, and the portion of Jezreel, and there shall be none to bury her. And he opened the door and he fled. We see uh, that what we see next is of the most importance uh, in this story. Uh, in chapter 9 verse 11 through 13 uh, then Jehu comes out from the inner chamber. Uh, he is distraught to a certain degree we find through scripture. Uh, and those around him, the other captain said is it well with you? Uh, and he simply begins to tell them uh, he said thus and thus has he spoke to me. Uh, and they said what is it that you have heard. Uh, He said, Thus saith the Lord, I have anointed thee king over Israel. Uh, We find that he embraced what he had heard. Uh, And because of him embracing that which had just transpired, uh, we find uh, that there was something began to transition uh, in that moment. Uh, I need you to hear the word of the Lord tonight. That's just my introduction. I'm going to preach a very short moment of time. Uh, We find uh, that where there is a box of oil, uh, then there is an assignment, uh, and there is an assignment uh, that has been reserved for a generation in this moment of time. Uh, Notice with me something I believe that's very interesting uh, is that we find that many years prior uh, that there was a word of the Lord that came to Elijah the prophet. Uh, I want you to go anoint Jehu uh, to be king over Israel. For whatever reason, that did not happen. Uh, And we find that when you look through history of the kings of Israel, uh, you will find that a king was brought to a place of authority, uh, did evil, uh, and was slaughtered and replaced very quickly excuse me you will find that happened multiple times uh, but when ahab comes and ascends to a place of authority uh, our bible says uh, that he did more to provoke the lord than anybody before him uh, anybody remember reading that uh, but yet we find that ahab uh, continued to stay in authority for many years uh, i am inclined to believe tonight based on my study uh, that the reason that ahab was not dealt with uh, is because jehu had never been anointed uh, and when you and I understand uh, <coughs> that there is some devils uh, that we're fighting today uh, in this hour, in this nation uh, is because we have failed to anoint a generation for the assignment. Uh, I want to preach just for a moment If the help of the Lord would help me for a moment. I know it's late tonight uh, but this is burning in my spirit. Uh, I've got to empty this just for a moment. Uh, it has been released at this time. Uh, there, I, I sincerely believe this uh, just like it was in the days of Jehu, uh, the Lord said, It's enough. Uh, Ahab has had his reign long enough. Uh, Jezebel has had her say long enough. Uh, I know that the generation before Elisha was given the commission, uh, but yet we I let the evil have its space of time. Uh, but I come to tell you tonight uh, that evil has had its day. Uh, you have heard me preach this over the last couple of years, uh, and I know that we're dealing with the spirit of Ahab in authority uh, and we're dealing with the Jezebel anointing and uh, spirit across this land. Uh, but I heard the Lord say in recent days, uh, I have an anointing uh, for a Jehu generation. Uh, can I tell you that uh, which Elijah did not do? Uh, he said, I am anointing my Elishas uh, to do it in this season. Uh, I come to tell you today that there's a fresh box of oil. Uh, it has been given uh, to the prophet of God. Uh, in in this land I want you to understand uh, I believe I'm fighting spiritually tonight to let the enemy don't want you to hear it but I'm going to push through anyway Uh, I want you to realize uh, in the final hours of this moment uh, I didn't come with nothing fancy Uh, I didn't come with a prophetic utterance so to speak Uh, but I did come with a word from the Lord Uh, I come with a fresh box of oil uh, to tell you uh, that there is a generation that God uh, wants to give an anointing to uh, because there is an Assignment. Uh, your assignment is not just to ride the waves of the Atlantic uh, on the SS United States as we talked about this morning. Uh, but your, uh, your call uh, is to engage uh, and to remove an Ahab uh, and a Jezebel spirit from your land. Uh, can I tell you today, uh, we are about to take some territory. Uh, we're about to engage in some warfare. Uh, and this anointing uh, that has been reserved for this hour uh, is not going to be held back by religious authority, uh, but there is something about to take place in this secret place, uh, and there are some no names uh, that's about to have their name exalted uh, in the presence of God. Uh, can I tell you, uh, there is an awakening, uh, there is a reviving, uh, there is a hope that is coming. Uh, we will not go down defeated tonight, uh, but as we step out of this year uh, into next year, uh, we're stepping out anointed uh, with the assignment of God, uh, don't you let the enemy silence you any longer. If you believe it, give him a hand clap of praise in this house. Can I tell you there is a box of oil that has been placed in the hands of the prophet in this hour. It has been released at this time to anoint a generation of believers uh, that has been ordained by God himself for this moment. Their assignment is to remove evil that is sitting in places of authority. I sincerely believe tonight the strongholds of darkness is getting ready to be broken off geographical areas and people due to the release of this anointing. I sincerely believe tonight that there is God portals that's about to burst open. I know that we have seen the cracking and the glass ceiling so to speak if you will but i believe with every fiber in me that there is about to be a bursting forth of the anointing power of god because of what god is doing in the final moments of this year but it will require you and i to do that which jehu did We must embrace this anointing. Jehu was not expecting this visitation. He was not planning his strategy to ascend to a throne. He was just serving in his capacity. When all of a sudden, there was a dispatching by the prophetic realm or prophetic arm of God. And said, I need you to take this, take this box of oil, and I need you to anoint the one that I desired to anoint back then. But they lost their focus, they lost their way. But he said, Ahab has had his run. You say, what do you mean? Is this? I know Ahab had already been in the grave, but his son was still on the throne, his house was still in authority, Jezebel was still living. But we find when you read through this chapter very quickly, upon experiencing this anointing, upon stepping from that inner chamber, Jehu goes and gets into a chariot and begins to be pulled by his horse and he begins to run hard and he begins to engage. Tonight I come to tell you in the final moments of this year, there is a fresh outpouring of Holy Spirit for this generation. Young and old alike, there is a visitation coming to you that will alter your life if you will embrace it. Please hear this preacher tonight. Don't allow the unknown to keep you from that which God is calling you to. I declare to you today, without hesitation, that the house of Ahab and Jezebel is going to continue to crumble and fall in the year 2024. I sincerely believe that there is a completion of a work that began many years ago I've preached on it from this platform multiple times and I believe if I've ever had a prophetic word given to me by the Lord, it was a prophetic word concerning that there would be a day that those that was pursuing would be overran and the chariot wheels would come off and there would be a wave of the Red Sea come and cover them and we would see them no more. I understand that this world is going to wax more evil I understand that evil is still present, but there are people in authority that has had strongholds for years in this nation and in a global sphere, politically and many other ways as well. And even within the church world, we are getting ready to see a major, major shift, and God is getting ready to be glorified. There is an anointing that's coming back to the local church in America that is getting ready to produce an utterance that's going to begin to remove those in places of high authority. There is unexpected shiftings taking place. I saw that even in the last 24, 36 hours unexpectedly Tapping happening all the way up to the final end of this year. Unexpectedly, prime ministers of lands is resigning and saying, I'm done. Many of these individuals are been pushed aside and moved because God is getting ready to do something in the earth. And you and I today need to understand our assignment is not to get involved, necessarily, in the natural cares of man. We are to be engaged, but we must make sure that we're engaged in a biblical manner, in the manner that we understand that God has called us to. We're not picking sides today. We're standing on the side of right. This is not about political parties. This isn't about denominations. But this is about something greater. This is about understanding that there is a last day harvest that God is desiring to be brought into the storehouse. And you and I have been anointed. And the only way that we can operate and walk in this anointing for this assignment is if we first of all embrace what he's calling us to and realize that it has nothing to do with us at all. It has everything to do with him. One of the most beautiful things that you'll read in chapter number nine of Second Kings, in this story, is that this young boy, this young prophet, he runs, he delivers the message, says the Lord has anointed you to be king over his people and over the land of Israel. And the reason he's anointing you is so that you can remove Ahab and his reign of terror upon God's people. And then he opened the door, and he fled. Please hear me. There is, I sincerely believe this, there is an anointing for an assignment coming to a generation in this moment of time so that we can get out and get out, get in and get out, Get in and get out, get in and get out in many different areas and bring about the work of the Lord in this season. Can I tell you today, Ahab is losing his grip and Jezebel is getting ready to experience, and I sincerely believe this, We are getting ready to witness in this land and i don't have time to go into this in detail tonight but we are getting ready to witness jezebel be cast from the wall and her blood is going to be scattered there is a complete shift that's going to rock the structures of our nation and the structures of the nations of the world because of the events that we are going to experience in the year 2024. But can I tell you, to the man of God, to the woman of God tonight, don't be shaken by what you see and what you hear. But know this, God has anointed you for this assignment, and this assignment is going to be carried out, and that which should have been removed many years before, that has tried to take in an act of desperation over the last few years in our nation, that has tried to take and control, is getting ready to be dealt with in a final manner. And there is a great exposing, and there is a great shame that is coming. And there is getting ready to be a liberation. And there is a wave of the Holy Spirit that's getting ready to sweep. And there will be countless men and women surrender their life to the Lord in the midst of great turmoil. But God is going to be lifted up God is going to be glorified. We are on the brink of stepping through a doorway in the year 2024 that the Lord has opened. And the Lord says, that which I have opened, no man is able to shut. I have anointed you. I'm speaking specifically to some men and women in this room tonight. You see yourself as nothing. You see yourself as insignificant. Maybe some online tonight. You say, well, I'm not as gifted. I'm not as this. I'm not as that. We'll tell you something tonight. It's kind of ironic that we do not know the identity of the young boy that Elisha sent to Jehu. God used the unnamed to spark a release in the land. The world doesn't need to know your name tonight. But God knows exactly who you are. And God says, I'm anointing you. Tonight, there's a box of oil for this generation. But if you say, I desire the anointing, you must first of all understand you have to embrace the assignment. This oil wasn't going to be dumped out on just anybody, but it was dumped out on Jehu because God had ordained him for an assignment. I believe tonight as they come to the music, the delay of the assignment is coming to an end. I truly believe this tonight Ahab could have done been dealt with Jezebel could have done been dealt with but the Elijah's of our day did not understand the importance of the command that was given to them I need you to leave this place where you are and I need you to anoint Hazael I need you to anoint Jehu, and I need you to go find this young boy, Elisha. He went and found Elisha. I'm not going to assume what I that I know exactly what transpired. I don't think that would be using wisdom, but all I do know is this, is the fact is that those two other individuals was never commissioned, and it's because... Somebody failed to understand the importance of the call. I don't want to overlook the call tonight. There's many individuals in this room and joining us online tonight that has been uniquely uniquely gifted and anointed. And Some have stepped in and then stepped out stepped in and stepped out stepped in and stepped out and saying well I I just don't know. I just don't know I just don't know Tonight I come I don't come with fame and fortune I don't come with the intellect of men I don't come with the gift to be the world's best orator but i just come with a box of oil and i just come to tell you that there's a box of oil for you i just come to tell you that this box of oil has an assignment attached to it and if you'll hear this old Grant Paul, tonight i got to let this oil be poured on my head so that I will be equipped and anointed for the assignment that's before me because I can't in good conscience sit on the sidelines and pass to this next generation of preachers something that's in shambles. I can't kick the can down the road to another generation, but I have to stand. And I have to engage Ahab and Jezebel and say no longer. Not that we can do that in our own authority, but we can do that by the power and the authority of God because God says that when we will stand, that victory is ours. Do not take this as a political message tonight, but please hear me today. Our nation is worth fighting for. Our young men and women have shed innocent blood throughout history so that you and I could have freedom, so we could have hope that we can have what we have today. Ahab and Jezebel continue to pull and pull and pull and say we will do what we will but I come to serve notice tonight that spiritually speaking today that God says I have anointed a generation with a fresh box of oil and I have given them an assignment and if they will step from that inner place that i have taken them to they will emerge with power and authority uh, and there will be a demolition of that which the enemy thought it would do but I come to tell you by the unction of Holy Ghost tonight uh, that while there may be bloodshed, uh, while there may be obstacles, uh, there is a shout of victory for the people of God in this nation uh, because we will go forth uh, and we will experience the power and the anointing of God uh, as we step through a door uh, in 2024. Uh, I do not uh, hang my head in defeat but I stand with my shoulders squared back and say that I know that I know that I know that the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost is still more than enough to bring victory to a generation so tonight will you express will you accept this box of oil that God has given you Jehu Will you step from amongst the crowd? This is the ultimate question and I'm closing. Jehu, will you step from the crowd and will you step into that inner place and let this oil be dumped on your head? Oh, he had authority at the moment. But can I tell you, it took just a moment. He stepped in as a captain but he exited as a king it just took a moment he had authority but he didn't have an anointed authority when he stepped in and the anointing began to be poured out upon him and he stepped out he shook himself And they said, what in the world happened? Are you okay? Notice his demeanor changed. The captains that was around him, they said, Jehu, you all right? What was up with that wild man that just opened the door and took off running? Is it well with you? And he said, well, he just told me. He just told me that the Lord anointed me to be king over Israel and over the people. They looked at him. There was something different. How do I know there was something different about him because immediately they took, their, they took their garments and they held him up and they began to pronounce, you are king over Israel. Just a few moments before he was sitting amongst the crowd. They was just talking, they was just doing their normal things. But in a moment of time because of the anointing, something changed. As we stand all over the house tonight, and I believe this with all of my heart. Something's about to change. Hey everyone, thanks for watching. I hope this message blessed you. And if you could, please check the description below for all of our links to our social medias. Um, And as always, check our page. You'll see all of our previous messages there. Uh, I hope this message again blessed you and uh, reached you where you're at. And thanks for watching. See you soon.